Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Let us pray. I thank you, Lord, for my birth and everything that's followed. I thank you, Lord, for today, and I will pray for tomorrow. I thank you, Lord, for the love of my life and a friend. I made a promise, and I'm loving my wife to the end. I thank you, Lord, for your guidance, because it's all that counts. And right here, right now, Lord, this is your house. I thank you, Lord, for a dream that came true to light. And I ask you to bless everybody in this room tonight. I don't always do the right thing, and I ask you to forgive me, because I need you here with me. Without you in my life, it's empty. I think back how some people did me like violence was the remedy. And because I think of that now, I pray for my enemies. Not because of what I'll do, but because they don't know. There's something better after here, but everybody won't go. So I ask you to forgive them, and we'll hope they see. And I thank you for the love that they've given to me. I will not abuse it, nor will I lead them astray. You see, I love them like children that I see every day. And I pray, no, we pray together. Get us through the bad weather, and we love you forever. Let your thought and my heart go hand in hand. I first thought but to start, but I stand a man. And for as long as I can, as long as you permit me, please give me the strength I need to live. Bear with me. Amen. Damn. Damn. DMX, well, everybody. Hey, uh, Earl Simmons. Welcome, everybody, to Flow and Tell. This is a special Flow and Tell episode. Um, Andy and I wanted to give a little bit of a honoring to the man, DMX, uh, RIP. Man X. Uh, I mean, dude, let me tell you, the first... Like, rap music I was really into was DMX. And yeah. my my buddy Luke got a job at <clears throat> Blockbuster Music when I, was, when I was a kid. And I would go in there and hand him $20. And then I would just walk through the store picking albums yeah. out. And I remember getting Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, and it's dark and hell is hot during one of those runs one time. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Just picking them both yeah. up at the same time. I know that's shitty or whatever, uh, but I was a kid and like that, like CDs were fucking expensive. And if you had a hookup yeah. like that, like, and I feel like DMX would have appreciated that anyway, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but fuck dude. Yeah. I, uh, once we get into to the songs, because um, what we're going to do here is we're going to play um, 
just a couple verses from from a couple songs that stood out to us, and then each of us are going to play one full song, um, and then we'll message from honorable mentions. Uh, we have a couple people uh, from the Jabroni U Network that are also going to give their thoughts. Um, but my first introduction to Dark Man X uh, was uh, on one of the tracks I'm going to play the verse of, um, and I guess do we just want to. Yeah, let's jump get in it. just like that. Oh yeah, we do. All right, so so four, three, two, one, um, is the first time that I heard DMX from what I recall, and this was an LL Cool J song, yeah, and with three other big rappers, and DMX just took over, in my opinion. So yeah, it's uh, it's got some of the greatest of all time. You heard Redman. It's LL Cool J's song. Um, but DMX, man, he came in and just took over that whole damn song, and that was the first time I, I heard DMX. Stay out the dark, as if I catch you when the sun is down. Run it, clown, come up off that. I'm gonna gun it down. Run it now. Whatever's gonna go, it's gonna be that. See that? That shit'll finish you, dog. Believe that. Where we at? Do you value your life as much as your possessions? Don't be a stupid nigga. Learn a lesson. I'm gonna get you either way, and it's better to live. Let me get what's up in your sock, cause it's better to give, to receive. Believe what I say when I tell you. Don't make me put you somewhere where nobody can smell you. And when the I love out, when the X gets like, when he gets it in a circle. Leave! Leave! Yeah. <laughs> you know? I love that. So yeah, that, that's the first time I heard DMX and I was like, who the hell is this? Because uh, if anybody knows me, uh, they'll recall that, you know, the rap- the rappers that I was like big into were guys like, uh, like I loved uh, Pac and Biggie, I developed a relate or appreciation for even more as I got older. Um, but they had kind of passed away and there was kind of a hole in hip hop. And the guys that I was into like earlier was like old dirty bastard and mystical. They had just a different style of rap to them. DMX was completely different than anybody out there. And where you were talking about with his voice, he was able to invoke emotion by where he hit certain uh, yeah. loudnesses in his syllables. Exactly. And he would make you feel that emotion of, of what you were listening to. Like, you literally, like, there's a lot of music, even really good music that you can listen to and not uh, get some sort of emotion to it. You can, you can just appreciate that it's good music or whatever. Um, like, literally, you can't help but not feeling emotion when listening to DMX. And guess what? A lot of it's going to be anger, but like that's part of what he wants you to feel, you know? Um, but like, yeah, he, he was better at invoking emotion than probably anybody. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, just DMX was like a, like a poet and a, a pastor and a yeah. friend and yeah, <clears throat> like he was poet. Yeah. He just seemed like somebody that uh, you could put faith in, I guess. You know what I mean? Well, because like, I think that he's the one of the first rappers, if you think about it, that really showed his emotion uh, from a street perspective. Yeah. Because there was other rappers, like, well, Pac did it too, but, like, 
uh, a lot of the rappers, they weren't like viewed as, as like street dudes like DMX. And then also showed all these different mental sides to them in terms of like the mental health stuff wasn't even like talked about really in, in hood music or whatever. Yeah. And he was kind of bringing that to the forefront um, when he dropped, you know, both those albums in 98 that by the way, he's one of the only rappers or any artist for that, that matter to um, get two number one albums in one year. That's absolutely like it's unheard fucking, yeah, of. It's fucking insane. Like, yeah. And I think his first five or six albums, uh, despite people not really sometimes not knowing albums after like the first two or three, um, I think his first five to six all went to number one in the charts, which again was kind of something that had never happened before. So, um, yeah, oh, the man's yeah. A, a top 20 of all time without a doubt. I don't, I don't know where you put him, but he's, he's a hundred percent top 20. Oh um, dude. I, and I agree. I actually think DMX is as close to uh Tupac as we've ever gotten. Uh, in my opinion, just, just because, yeah, because of the emotion and the way that he makes you think, uh, about the things that he talks about that I have no business even, uh, relating to, you know what I mean? But it is a good point. Like he was relating to, yeah. uh, the hood, but for whatever reason, he was resonating with a bunch of white people living in the suburbs. Exactly. Well. I mean, look yeah. at, uh, I mean the draft or uh, the jabroni, you network alone. Once we told everybody we were doing this, like, uh, people came out of the woodwork to give us their thoughts. So like, you know, this is a good point to like, see what Dan Solarzano yeah, has from uh, new jabroni pro Over wrestling. At new jabroni pro wrestling. Jabroni, you wrestling.com. Here we go. Hey gang, Daniel here from jabroni, you wrestling. What? So one of my favorite DMX cuts came up. To me, in the form of a mix CD that my buddy Kieran made me in ninth grade, because he wanted to turn me on to what he was listening to at the time, uh-huh. and one of the tracks that stuck out to me was this track that DMX was on. It was called Twenty Four Hours" on Mace's album Harlem World, and the premise of the song is: if you had twenty four hours to live, what would you do? And The song is textbook Harlem World era hip hop, but then DMX pops onto the track and it's fucking excellent. And out of the 15 or so tracks that I remember being on that album, this was one of them along with (laughs) Criminal by Eminem. But I never forgot that mix CD and this is probably one of my favorite verses that DMX ever did, or or at least to me, it's you know one of the ones that I hold kind of close. So, DMX from 24 Hours from Mason's Harlem. Wall. 24 left until my Whoa. death, so I'm gonna waste a lot of life, but I'll cherish every breath. I know exactly where I'm going, but I'ma send you there first. And with the shit that I'll be doing, I'ma send you there worse. I've been living with a curse, and now it's all about to end. But before I go, say hello to my little friend. But I got to make it right, reconcile with my mother. Try to explain to my son, to my girl, I love her. C4 under the coat, snatch up my dog Turn like three villains on walls, speak into a fog Out with a bang, you will remember my name I wanted to live forever, but this was a fame If you had 24 hours to live, just think Ooh, Where would you go, boy. what would you do, who 
Daniel Solorzno. That is a hell of a pick. Um, so good. Yeah. DMX again coming on there and you know there's five other rappers or whatever and he just steals the entire show uh again it's it's because like I don't know it's almost like a main event when he comes in there like DMX coming on a track especially like a track that's like not his where he's like got a vision for what he's gonna do with that track but when he's coming on a track just a straight spit um, it's basically like Mike Tyson walking out yeah. to the boxing ring and like everybody else that's going to be rapping is a hundred percent intimidated because you just can't match the energy, um, that, that DMX was going to come, come with. So that's a fantastic, uh, um, call Daniel. Hell yeah. Yeah. What, what do you got, James? What's uh what's one of the tracks uh we won't get to our full song yet, but what's one of the tracks that that you wanted to bring up? Well, uh like I said, I I got It's Dark and Hell is Hot from uh, <laughs> Blockbuster Music from uh shout out Luke. Uh thanks man. That shit was tight. But <laughs> uh I I put this album in and I real I really don't even think I knew much about DMX other than what I had seen on like MTV at that moment. Right. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I didn't really know what I was getting into. Uh I mean, I actually I guess I really did know what I was getting into. I mean, you hear you hear like the Rough Riders anthem, you know what you're going to get into. That's so, that is true. Yeah. But uh the song that really caught me wasn't even wasn't even one of the songs that's more of like a hype song it's one of the it's more like a melodic song and when when dmx starts getting melodic i really i really fucking love that dude there's something about it man that that strong voice with that soft yeah 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 i love it a lot so uh, what are you playing he's got a bunch of them how's it going down from it's dark and hell is hot uh here we go I love it. Chicken wondering if I'm a creeper. Little hood rap bitch from 25th named Tamika. Like I do, you know, getting my bark on. Knew she was a thug, cause when I met her, she had a scarf on. 5411, size 7 and girls. Baby face. I love, I love this. Girlfriend. Whoa, I love everything about this fucking song. It just feels like. It just feels nostalgic. Dude, it, yeah. This takes me back to like high school right now. Yeah. And I feel like it's one of those songs that I could play for my kid in 10 years, and it's still going to weirdly feel nostalgic. I agree, dude, 100%. God. So fucking good. It's crazy that the hardest rapper in the game was doing some of the best, like, I don't know, almost like R&B-ish, melodic... Uh, in some sense, romantic songs in some sort of way. Like, yeah. like it, it's weird that the dude that was going the hardest was also like nailing songs like that one and and some other that maybe we'll maybe we'll get into. Um, dude, when I think of it's dark and hell is high, you mentioned that album, and to me, it's a top album of all time in, in hip hop. And 
Um, when I think about it, what I remember is getting the CD again, uh, the single it came out, I was hype because four, three, two, one, I thought he had the best verse and he was on there with L O cool J Redman and method man. Yeah. who I loved all those guys. Yeah. So I was like very curious to see what a whole album from a dude like this. Was yeah. What's be. this guy going to do next? See, and that's like, yeah. that's like what we're doing today. You know, like as we do flow and tell, I get more mm-hmm. into that. Like, Hey, this guy featured on this song or this girl featured on this song. I'm going to go look at their albums now, figure right. out what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I love that shit. Yeah. And the thing that so that's much. crazy is everybody was doing that because yeah. He went to number one on basically his debut album and he made an impact. Hell yeah. The first moment I put the CD in, I knew I was in for something special. Like even back then. And I remember just getting hyped up and being like, Oh fuck because intro came on. So uh, play the clip from intro and like, I'm, I'm going a little into the song, but like, this is how the, fucking album starts it's crazy and then when he comes in is just like if you haven't heard this whew, yeah. like literally again feels like you're walking to the ring right now you're like okay yeah and then the beat's gonna jump in dude he knows how to get a fucking party started my friend yeah And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because like those ad libs that he was adding in the buildup. And I'm like, this is how he starts an album. Like, what am I in store for the rest of the album? Because like turning on an album and that being the first thing you've ever heard from that, like artist's first album is like, I, I remember the feeling of of uh, of what I got like listening to an intro like it's ridiculous that out of all of his amazing work I'm saying an intro but like dude boy he made a statement sometimes right a good a good intro is like the the thing that really sticks with you like I I yeah. actually love like. I love thinking about the albums that I love that like start really fucking good and right. like, like a really good intro that I even think of off the top of my head is like uh juvenile 400 degrees. The intro yeah, to that album. Yeah, yeah. That, I love that fucking intro, but like, yep. Uh, good the, ass intro for this uh, one, chance the rapper. Oh yeah. But yeah. this one is like, this, yeah, it's crazy. Fucking incredible. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. So, uh, what other, um, what other well, clip do you have? Cause well, you know, he's, he's just displayed so many different styles. Yeah. I mean, like know? talking about just the way DMX starts shit and gets shit going, mm-hmm. gets the party fucking going. Uh, like he also is really good at starting a song. Like we've been yeah. kind of, we've been kind of finding like, points in the song so far and listening to X's verses and stuff. But like, if you listen to X, gonna give it to you. 
you gotta like oh. you, you gotta listen to this song from the very fucking beginning. Yeah. Because it's so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just uh, right there. Yeah. Like the bark. Yeah. Of- uh. He's he's like a little he's like a general getting you ready for the fucking war. Alright, let the horses loose. We're not even in the song yet. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. At this point, you're just getting hyped up, ready for it to drop. X gon' give it to you. God, I love that shit, dude. He hypes you for the hype song. You get hyped to get hyped. Fuck. That is like the inse- he's like the inception of hyping. Yeah. I love that shit so fucking much. It's like, it's like holding a lion back and then letting a gazelle fucking run, and that lion's just fucking ready to go. And as soon as X gonna give it to you comes in, that's when you let go of the leash and the lion just tears that gazelle up. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, that shit is fucking incredible. Like, yeah, it, it, there's a reason why that's on like every workout album you've ever heard in your entire yeah. life, you know? Because yeah. like, dude, again, yeah, that's the emotion that he brings into you. Right, exactly. Yeah. DMX, like, like, he did things so good that they became ingrained in all different types of media. Like, yeah, they're playing X going to give it to you at like yoga studios and shit. Like whenever they're doing <laughs> their like sweat, sweat, whatever you know, it's their sweat class or whatever, you know? Right, right. <laughs> they're playing the clean version, but they're playing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the Walmart, um, the Walmart album. Right. Yeah, it's edited. Yeah. Kmart. Yeah. Oh God, I remember uh, speaking of LL Cool J. I remember getting a, a Kmart uh, edited tape uh, for LL Cool J, um, and it's ironic because they cut out words and stuff, but on doing it, they still had the chick moaning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second, uh, like you're gonna cut out all of the cuss words, which I was furious about. But then play moaning, which I was happy about. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's kind of funny, but dude, I had yeah, a DMX edited album would be kind of. Yeah. I had a Warren G. I had Warren G's Regulators album, and it yes. was edited from fucking Walmart, and I learned all the songs the edited way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, no, they just say fuck, James. Just say fuck. <laughs> Oh man, because I was the kid. There were pe- people were weirdly enough. Just say fuck, Andy. You, why won't you say the word fuck? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, yeah. That was my buddy Kyle for me. Shout out Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. Yeah. The infamous um, fuck shit rewind. He 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 made me say fuck, so I just shouted out fuck shit, and he had like a recorder playing, and he was recording yeah. it, and I said fuck shit, and then I go oh, like I realize he's recording, and I say oh, rewind. And then, like, <laughs> it became a thing. Fuck shit, rewind. That became like a oh, thing that man. we used to say to each other. Oh, and that's a beautiful way to live for for people if they can uh, get away from the technology and they just fuck shit and rewind. <laughs> that's know? right. That's all they're doing. Oh, yeah, fuck shit, rewind. Oh man. But uh, yeah. Uh, so for my full song, I want to play. Oh. Um, 
we've kind of we kind of gone through several different styles uh, of DMX, uh, the intensity that he brings. Um, but one of the things that I want to talk about is he was one of the greatest storytellers in hip hop history, and he knew how to implement. Um, you know, the other characters and voices and stuff, things that uh, Eminem took and other people have taken from him. Um, but the one that stands out to me for like one of the ultimate storytelling songs uh, is one where he's hitting it with a couple different perspectives with the song Damien. Uh, Def Jam. Why isn't every move I make turned out to be a bad uh-huh. one? Where's my guardian angel? Need one? Wish I had one. Yeah. I love the idea of the song. Yeah. When Damien comes in, I was like, what is this? Like, uh-huh. my mind was like, got him blown. Yeah. That's a given. You'll see. That's what I've been I love that all line. my life. Thinking about my little man, so it's I your bat, the bad side of your conscience, the devil on your shoulder, kind of. I'm about to make it rapping. Today I met this cat. He said his name was Damien. He thinks that we're a lot alike and wants to be my friend. You mean like Chucky? <laughs> yeah, just like Chucky. Yeah, that looks like we both lucky. Yeah. And then he had with the son perspective too, comparing to Chucky and everything. Like that, yeah, so. yeah. Um, but this is really cool because it's DMX being open about, you know, some of the different personalities that he talked about having. Right. This is a song. This song's very open about that. Right. What up, D? You just smooth, nigga. I seen you with nobody know who pulled the trigger. Yeah, you know it's always overdue. You sure? I could have swore it was over a hoe. Nah, nah, that ain't my style. Nigga, you stay frightened, but you still my man. I ain't gonna say nothing. I wonder how much of this is, I wonder how much of this is actually a true thing, you know? Like, I wonder how much of this is a confession. And I can think of any nigga with shoes. Got me pushing the whip, taking trips across seas. Pocket state back and forth. I will bleed, give him my right hand. Now that I think about it, yo, that's my man. And then something about this hook. He was excellent at hooks. So fucking good. This thing was stuck in my head for months. The dog. You like how everything is going? You like what I gave you? Yeah. You know if you was going down, I'd be the one to save you. True. But yo, I need a favor. These cats across town hate uh-huh. me. Plus their behavior hasn't been too good lately. What? Anything for you, dog? Where them niggas at? 38 and boy. Right, let me get the gap. Run up on them strap. Bust off gaps and four niggas. Lay low for about a month and kill two more niggas. Now I'm ready to chill, but you still want me to kill. Look at what I did for you, dog. Come on, keep it real. Damn. You know, he talks about how the first time he did crack was like a guy that he was like, it was like, yeah, a mentor of his. It was a mentor of his that like, and he like, he couldn't believe that the guy fucking turned on him yeah. like that and like hooked him on fucking crap dude he was 13 years yeah, old that is fucking 13. insane and to I don't know just I feel so bad about 
I don't know. Like, I feel like I take that on myself. Like, empathetic as fuck. Damn. Well, I, I think what it is is, and this is where, you know, stories like DMX are important because, like, how many other kids like go through the same shit? So, that's what's so beautiful is he got, he got popular, um, with with more than just you know. Uh, the black community and stuff like that, that, you know, many were going through some of the stuff that he talked about. The fact that he got big is cool because weirdly this is, and you got to remember people like internet really wasn't popping or a thing back in 98. Right. Like it's crazy to think about, but the internet was not like a massive thing back in 1998. Yeah. So, when something like this blows up, so people aren't like checking for like, you only get what's in front of your face and, and the school, they honestly, uh, the black, like going through black history and maybe things that were going on in America, um, wasn't really something that happened. Right. So, uh, as weird as it sounds, sometimes things were completely eye opening to people. Um, because like a music artist got big and started to talk about it. And they'd be like, whoa, that's a thing. And it sounds crazy to think about, but DMX was actually helping people know about some of the shit that was yeah. going on because he was the he was the biggest artist in 1998, without a doubt. That's the you beautiful know? thing about hip hop music is that there's it's always there's always a message. Every song has a message. And it's just I don't know. I just love the way DMX paints paints that picture and yeah, explains to you explains Ugh. to you what what he feels. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, which uh, which song are you gonna roll with? Damn, uh, it's really hard to choose, but uh, slipping. Yeah, is. It's like a song that one it's one of the first rap songs that I learned through and through. Mm-hmm. And like I just I don't know, I loved it. I had an edited version of this song too, which I think uh <laughs> most most versions of this are edited even It might be because this song blew up. To me, yeah. this is his best song of all time. Yeah. Um, the story that he paints, the the picture that he paints in this song is like, it, yeah. It, let's just play it. Whew. And then the beat behind it, yeah. Oh. And the way it starts, like, just oh. kind of like eases into your ears. Yeah. There's something about like some of the beats and the soulfulness and stuff like that of this, and then his his voice over top of it. Yeah. Bro, that's meaning in the suffering. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. To live is to suffer. To survive is to find meaning in to suffer. That's what's fucking man was a poet. Yeah. Words to live by. I've been through mad different faces, like Macy's, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than bitch. I know because I've been there. Now I'm in uh, there. Sit back so and hard. look at what it took for me to get there. First came the ball, the 
drama with my mama. Mama, mama. She got on some flash, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. Yeah. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I, I was. I fall into the song, when I caught a bus, oh, I was. Yeah, that line right there, I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. Yeah. That's the thing that's relatable to everyone. Exactly. It doesn't matter who you are. Video to this song, like the video is so powerful. Yeah. Oh, seriously, DMX is like the ad lib king, man. Yeah. Like I'm sure guys like Lil Wayne were like, or Lil John, I mean, were like listening to him being like, oh man, fucking become bold. He's got to He's got to have A huge influence on A lot of rap music Especially today Young kids Yeah And if he's not Directly impacting them He's impacting the people That impacted the young people Right now Rappers these days Young kids they're very interested in, I feel like, in the history yeah. of hip hop. Like, they're very interested in like honoring, honoring the legacy of hip hop. I feel like DMX created that, or was part of that, part of the creation of that. Deep history. I feel like he's also the type that. Uh, you can say you don't love old music and then listen to him and be like, oh, wait a second. Open like a window, no more endo. Look at a video, say to myself, that could have been yo. On the TV, believe me, could be done. Something's got to give, got to change. Now I got to do the right thing for sure. Here it is. That means no more getting high, drinking 40, so I get back. Looking tight, slick again. Fake, jump back on my. Again, nothing but love for those that know how it feel and much respect to all my kept it real. It's strong, kept it from doing wrong. Who they is, and this is Joe song. Until my boat, I love that they edit out all the n words with his ad libs. Yeah, I know. I know. It is a very different song if you listen to it edited versus non edited. I wanted to do the edited one to honor my roots. Yeah. You know? I like that. Plus, like, the ad-libs are used so beautifully. Oh, dude, I know. Never give a... Or never give a fuck about my... What? <laughs> oh, wait, I said fuck. Uh, I said fuck. Never give a woo about my what? <laughs> Man. I got oh, you back. God, that's I such got a beautiful you back. song, man. Whew. Go out to the sounds of the ocean. 
Gotta love that. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's, that song's unbelievable. It's it's not just one of the best hip hop songs. It's just one of the best songs, man. It's that he, yeah, he just knew how to like cut through to people, anybody and everybody. We've like displayed five or six different styles, but each one of them, he always like hits you with emotion. Yeah. Some sort of emotion. Like I remember like, um, back when this is even just a few years ago, back when, uh, still we're putting CDs in the car and stuff like that. So like even six years ago, something like that. And I had DMX. It's, it's dark and hell is hot in there. (laughs) And, uh, my wife didn't realize that it was even playing. Like at first it was one of those things where it was playing and she was just like, she was like, Oh man, I was like being aggressive driving. And like, I was just, uh, <laughs> she's like, I went into work and I was like kind of angry and like, um, and a couple of people were like, Erica, what's up with you? And she's like, uh, my husband had DMX played in the car. And like, <laughs> she realized that like DMX did that. You know, oh my god, which yeah. is crazy. Like it really that's does the type of shit that that yeah. he could do, and that's kind of, that's kind of how he affected uh, Ben from Biff Radio sent us a message about DMX. So I'll play that now because that this fits really well. So here's Ben. What's up, Ben? Hey everyone, it's Ben from Biff Radio, and uh, I just want to give a big what? thanks to uh, uh, and Andy and James for letting me jump on here. Uh, so DMX, DMX was someone who I, um, I got turned on to in high school. Uh, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Michigan in the country. And, uh, up until that point, you know, hip hop was very poppy. You know, my first hip hop album was Will Smith. And then, you know, I started trying to discover more and I found DMX and DMX (laughs) clearly sounds different than anyone else and has got a different vibe than anyone else. And while obviously, you know, being a white kid from the middle of nowhere, um, a lot of the things he talked about are things that I will never understand fully and completely. The thing that drew me to him was his authenticity. Like you just felt it. Like whenever you listen to DMX music, you feel it. It's such a visceral thing. It's such raw emotion. And he, he was just a raw guy. Uh, but there was such beauty in that. There was such beauty in his pain and his passion. And I just, it's art. It is such art. It is just, it's truth. He spoke truth. Whatever he was saying, whatever he was doing, it didn't matter if it was, you know, a song like Rough Riders Anthem or Party Up or the song that I want to play, um, which is a song called Who We Be, which I'll kind of start here. But uh, he, this is yeah. truth. I believe every single word. This is for my nigga Q. And uh, Down to earth, I just, you know how we roll. There's so many that don't I've know. I've never heard that kind of just blanket truth. This is out to my nigga Q. Rest in peace, baby. Yeah, I just wanted to drop out here for a second. This is his first. What they don't know is the bullshit, the drama, the guns, the armor, the city, the farmer, the babies, the mama, the projects, the drugs, the children, the thugs, the tears, the hugs, the love, the slugs, the funerals, the wakes, the churches, the coffins, the heartbroken mothers. It happens too often. The problems, the things we use to solve them. Yonkers, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Harlem, the hurt, the pain, the dirt, the rain, the jerk, the fame. Yeah, shout out, yeah, shout out. Man. 
Shout out Ben. Ben, that uh, fucking badass song. Uh, yeah, man. Go check out centeroftheuniversepod.com. Go listen to Biff Radio. Yeah, man. Drops uh, basically um, mixtape uh, podcasts every single week. Yeah. Um, all different genres of music. good interviews. Yeah, genres all over the place. So, so. yeah, his, his, his music knowledge and the, uh, the type of music and the amount of music he listens to, the artists that he finds, it's... Like, yeah, he's gonna hit you with bluegrass, then some jazz, then some hip hop, and then some bare naked ladies, and yeah. you're gonna be like, "Whoa!" Then some ska, you'd be skanking. Yeah, yeah you'd be skanking all over the place. That's so, right. uh, thanks, Biff. Um, thanks, Daniel. Thanks, all of our uh, teammates at Jabroni University. Um, there was a there was a lot of good words that were said, um, even if we didn't um, play them all here. But like, it's clear the impact. DMX made, especially with a lot of us just being like white dudes and, um, you know, different upbringings and stuff like that. But DMX literally touched like all of us in, in, you know, different sort of ways, uh, that are around that age frame. So man, um, just kind of a couple other ones I kind of want to briefly mention. Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually getting uh, one lined up right now to play that I wanted ooh, to briefly mention let's, before let's see, we... Let's see what it is, because I want to see if I was going to go in the right direction. Uh, well, it's just... It's a it's a DMX feature on a Jay-Z, okay. on Jay-Z album. Uh, yes, yes. And Money I mean, Cash Hose is from uh, Hard Knock Life Volume 2. This... Uh, this song is fucking. I remember it's incredible. That volume two album is like one of my it's favorite hip hop albums of yeah. all time. And yeah. this fucking DMX verse is so fucking good. And he has he has the ad libs in this song for Jay. Yeah. These ad libs are the ones that ingrained in my head. Yeah. DMX and my dogs bite. And I love this fucking beat with that fucking quick piano. Guest feature he does. He showed the fuck up on this song. Just the fact that Jay said, Hey, X, can you just like say stuff throughout the song? <laughs> uh, hell yeah, dude. Dude, man. Oh, that shit goes so hard, man. I, like, you know what else is cool about X? We haven't really mentioned yet, but like, aside from all the badass music stuff and what he brought to the table. Um, so the whole rough riders crew, uh, is pretty cool. Like basically he blew up and, um, instead of like, he still like was living in, he wasn't like going and living lavishly. Like you would see a lot of rappers do when they hit it. He, he was like 
bringing all of these people that were in the hood that would never, ever get to experience some of these life things like going to certain um, countries outside of, uh, you know, America and going to different cities across the U.S. He was bringing a lot of these people with him, funding it. And, like, he just was, like, a super given dude that wanted to, um, wanted people that he grew up around to experience some of the same like things that he was getting to experience by traveling the world, which I think that's pretty dope. Dude. That's, I think that's fucking incredible. I, I love when like people pay it forward. Well, yeah. Yeah, man. And he didn't, that's the thing. He didn't even have to. And yeah, like he just always stayed true to that. Like it's just man. And then what he said on, um, uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, it was it was a podcast he did. Uh, it's it's this really cool podcast. Um, uh, I'll remember it. Of course, I'm I'm blanking right now. But um, cool. it was it was a like a month before he died or something like that. So it was Drink Champs, and Drink Champs is um, uh, N O R E. Uh, a rapper that was famous in that, you know, semi-famous in that like yeah. late nineties, early two thousands. Um, a lot of kids nowadays wouldn't know him, but like people our age definitely know him. I know him. But he's got a really cool podcast called drink champs and DMX came on there and, um, you know, they didn't even know he was like sick or anything like that. And, uh, they asked him like, if something happened uh, in your life, blah, blah, blah. And he was just kind of like, you know, um, if I passed away, uh, I would have to look back and say I had a pretty good life. And I thought it was like, it was cool that that was a thing that got out there uh, before he passed away that he was saying, like, I yeah. would say I had a pretty good life because it almost makes you, it sucks, but like it almost makes you feel a little bit better, like almost like he was at peace, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, um, speaking of uh, Rough Riders, you know, we can't really talk about the Rough Riders without playing the anthem, right? You're damn right. Oh, man. Another song that starts off with a fucking bang. Oh, oh God. You know? Here it comes, here it comes. like a young Andy out there just fucking gyrating to be like it's like stop and you're on the floor when it says drop <laughs> oh, I turn around I'm like where the fuck's Andy he's on the floor drop <laughs> you know, me, me and James in Florida listening to DMX at our at our you know early high school um, dances and uh, yeah. Wes and Ben and all them up in Ohio listening to Eric Clapton <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like they're getting some fucking tears in heaven and we got fucking DMX. 
They don't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, Florida stop! Not give a damn. Drop! <laughs> drop. <laughs> uh, oh man, I was stopping and dropping and popping so hard while they were slow dancing to Clapton. <laughs> um, oh shit! Man, Ben mentioned it, but like the thing about DMX is, this is gonna sound weird, but he was authentically authentic. Yeah. Like, this might have been the most real dude in all of hip-hop ever. He was somebody like, you could put faith in, for sure. Yeah, well, and you saw that he was, through all of his struggles and his pains, he was living those out there with you, and he wasn't trying to hide him and bury him. He was putting him in different characters in his, his music and stuff. But, like, yeah, he was, like, so authentic. So even the joy he got at certain situations, even when using that rough voice, was clearly there. Like, for instance, when uh, he dropped a nice little Christmas song, oh, if you shit. will. You do us the honors of spitting off the Reynolds here. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous <laughs> Come on! Come on! <laughs> yeah! I love the fucking, I love the ad-libs in this. This shit goes hard. You think this is a game? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, dude, that shit is so fucking cool. Like, imagine they did that for other songs, right? We just had a whole ass uh, Christmas album DMX remix, like... Jingle bells, jingle bells, motherfucker, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, jingle all the way. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> oh, man. This shit would be hard as hell. Like, little drummer boy, fucking first Noel. <laughs> just going hard as shit. Uh, like, some of your boring Christmas songs, just put a little DMX in it. It'll spice that song right up. Yeah. I like that idea, like like what Jay Z did. He just put DMX all throughout his like throughout the <laughs> yeah. whole song. Like I like a Christmas song where like DMX, you just throw in those DMX ad libs, and that's the only thing you change, you know? Yeah, <laughs> be like chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Come on, come on! <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, "Fucking chestnuts!" <laughs> like just getting it in, but like, yeah, man, he. Uh, Man, I'll tell you what, there's something about, like, raging with DMX that makes me feel so much better. Like, I will still to this day, if, like, I'm angry or I just want to get some of that frustration or yelling out, I literally will put on DMX to this day in the car and just roll down the windows and some, like, you know, 80-year-old Q-tip looks over at me terrified because I'm screaming DMX lyrics out, out the the side window of my car (laughs) 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 and she's trying to fucking listen to her Glenn Miller band and I'm fucking up her vibe. (laughs) What that, what that bitch want from you, you know? (laughs) Uh, but yeah, man, he, he, uh, he makes you feel good if you put on the music, uh, even through the anger, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, dude. Definitely. Even like, like, uh, just, like I said, I keep going to it, but just the way he starts songs, like, 
we played we played that prayer in the beginning yeah. of this episode and the song that follows that is like oh one of my favorite dmx classics. songs of all Same. fucking time and uh let me see if i can get this queued up yeah that's the funny thing man let me see if i can get this queued up who all like i loved the prayer and all that kind of stuff yeah but there was something super awesome feeling about like I would put in the CD, go to the song, and then I would fast forward like two minutes and 23 seconds. Some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I could get to the dinner, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Right here. Yes, I would fast forward to this part. Yeah. Each walk the path. It's like 205. Yeah, I was close. Yeah. I knew it was in the two minutes. When it drops in there. Lord, you left me stranded, and I don't know why. Told me to live my life, now I'm ready to die. Ready to fly. I cry, but I shed no tears. You told me you were dead, those fears. It's been years. Snake's still coming at me. Just miss it. Sometimes that I think all you do with me is just that flute in the background, dude. That's what you told me. God. Stop acting like you don't know me. I when love I this so fucking beat yeah. and that this fucking song. This was the song I played the most, more than any song. Yeah. And I would just fast forward through the prayer. <laughs> Another song where he like is is having a conversation. Like this and yeah. this one with God, but like Dude, the story. But yeah, he had a yeah. lot of like, uh, like religious questions and things like that, that he would, he would talk about the struggles of even his like, you know, relationship or whatever with God and the devil and all of these different personalities that were going on. He would talk about all those things, just straight up open in the music, man. Yeah. Fucking poet, storyteller, like emotion builder, like dude had everything, man. So incredible. Uh, oh man. Uh. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, is there anything else you wanna you wanna pop off real quick? And man, uh, oh, so this is pretty cool. Um, DMX is working on a posthumous album um, called Exodus that's gonna come out. Um, I think, uh, man, it's. It's I don't know when this is dropping, but May twenty eighth is when this uh, album's gonna drop. So it's very close. Okay. Um, and it's got uh, Jay Z, Nas, Bono from U two, Usher, um, Griselda, um, and then there's you know some other people I guess that are involved. So, um, hell yeah, yeah man! Like we're getting some some more stuff from DMX like. Uh, let's just continue to appreciate the man. Uh, he, he did so much for the culture and, um, just so much for so many people that I'm sure he knew never would have imagined he would have touched, you know? So yeah, rest in peace. Um, you know, hope everything, uh, his family finds some peace through everything, but, uh, yeah, man, he's, he's one of the greatest to do it. And, um, his year in 1998 might be the greatest year that a rapper has ever had in the history of hip hop. Like okay. it's that good. So uh, thank I, you, Earl Simmons. Yeah. I think we need to go out on that note. Uh, 
Thank you to uh, Ben Biff Radio. Thank you from for Dan for Handsome Daniel for uh, giving us those shout outs to DMX. DMX, thank you for everything that you've given to us. Uh, R.I.P. We're we're not ready to meet you, but uh, we one one of these days, you know, one yeah, day, absolutely. one day, way long in the future, but. I'll be ready. I'd then. love to sing some Rudolph the Reindeer Hell you know, yeah. with you in the clouds, uh, smoking clouds. Fuck it. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening to flow and tell jabroniu.com.